0: The following presentation is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike Non Commercial License. For more information about Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. This presentation also contains adult language and adult themes. not panic, ladies and gentlemen. A casual has seized control over the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Yes, I know I'm playing my Alpha Geek Radio intro and background music. It's because that's the rig that I'm broadcasting from, and I couldn't be bothered to copy all the files over because I was busy co-hosting Versus the World with Octail. Oh, who, by the way, is still here? Say hello to the folks, Octail.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello.
0: Yes, this is a special Super Bowl Sunday edition of Casually Hardcore, where the majority of my co-hosts are off doing Super Bowl things, leaving me alone here. And then I saw that Octail was also abandoned to his fate alone and sent a little message over the IRC saying, hey, you, me, the closet. Now, I mean, why don't we cross-pollinate? Oh, by the way, that's
1: new, sorry, that's come on out of the closet is the new warlock summoning joke in the, uh, in the, uh, raiding arm of the Casually hardcore, the VTW Productions Guild.
0: So the flasher is called the closet and you're pulling people out of the closet?
1: Yeah. So, like, I put up the summoning closet and then it's, uh, you know, come on out of the closet, Calgor. Calgor. (laughs) Come on out of the closet. Come on out, Calgor.
0: We all know you're in the closet. closet. Come on out.
1: Come on out of the closet,
0: Calagor. We know you want to.
1: Uh-huh. So that's the new joke.
0: <sighs> so let's do our programmatic spiel and announcements for... This is Sunday, the 6th of February, 2011. Casually Hardcore Special Edition, likely to be an abbreviated edition, with myself, Gnomewise, and that guy from Colorado, Octail.
1: Where? When?
0: Who? You there on the Skype now, the thing in the place with the guy, Belize anyway. We, as usual, have our IRC channel going. Come to VTW Productions.com, click on the chat button at the top of the page, which now, stylishly, the tone of green matches the rest of the site properly. Yes, I've been doing a little site tweaking during the week, so sue me. Chat will take you ah. well anyway. Chat will bring you into internet relay chat via a web client if you want to join manually with your favorite IRC client. Point it at IRC.quakenet.org and join us in the Pound VTW channel. Or if you've got a webcam, you can go to chat and video and put your mug up on the wonderful video wall full of people from other places and two women. Yes, I count them two women. They exist on the Internet. We found them, captured them, and put them in front of a webcam. We are that brown, good.
1: Brown
0: chicken, brown
1: cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> oh, I'm to- I'm totally there now.
0: If you are wishing to join us via different means, you can send an email to the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. Our IRC rep for this show, whose drop in I sadly do not have on this rig, is the Barry Von Awesome. That is Barry V.A. I'll do a manual. Okay. Barry White, ba Save my life, ba boop boops. Barry White, ba boop I'm all hot now. Yeah. So we have our uncredited third host here in the form of Arch Nemesis, who is currently camped out on my lap and will make unscheduled contributions to the show we hope you enjoy. We're developing her on-air persona even as we speak.
1: Oh, yes. She, does a, people, she does a better uh, uh, than, uh, than anybody I've ever heard at that age
0: she's rocking it she's rocking the monosyllables definitely alright so there we were doing an abbreviated weird off start time because somebody ran along before us (laughs) tail, Uh, and we've got topics first topic is to bring to your attention something I've been working on for a very long time behind the scenes and has finally come to fruition next Sunday following the regular broadcast of Casually Hardcore Uh, which normally ends up at 4 p.m. our time, so 4 p.m. Mountain, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. There'll be a half-hour break while we get our gear and various Skype-ins sorted out. So at 6.30 Eastern, there'll be an episode of Alpha Geek Interviews featuring Paul and Storm of... Paul and Stormfame, the comedy duo that you guys just listened to as the intro to this section of Casually Hardcore, will be joining us for a hopefully very lengthy and entertaining episode of Alpha Geek Interviews. Go to the forums, and there is a thread started to submit questions to be used by me during that interview. Get in there, post your questions, get all your information in there that you want to hear from them. I will ask it of them and extract the answers on Pain of torture. So, next week, after Casually Hardcore, bonus episode of Alpha Geek Interviews with me and Paul and Storm, and lots of fun contributions from the community are required. Do it now! Now! There's a dog looking at me through the door. It's kind that of creepy, awesome. actually. <sighs> also, on tap for the not-too-distant future, I have uh, don't have a date and time for you yet but terpster will be joining us on alpha geek when you interviews as well to tell us all just what the heck he's been up to lately and i can give you the short answer is an awful lot so that should be lots of fun to hear those of you who've been with us since the uh, wow radio days will remember the t and all of his british uh wacky antics glory
1: yeah i missed hooking up with him at blizzcon 2009 to do some stuff um, we so ran into I...
0: each other in, in an impromptu fashion while we were doing our inline interviews, and I got, got a nice man hug from him, you know, a little chubby, and uh, then f- totally failed to run into each other again for pretty much the duration of that con, so uh, oh. we've been passing like ships in the night, strangers in the night, exchanging, exchanging clothing. clothing. Yeah, you got the reference. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so.
1: yes, absolutely.
0: Stay tuned to the front page of vtwproductions.com. Go to the front page of vtwproductions.com right now and check out the advertisement for the upcoming Alpha Geek interviews with all the links you need to participate in the upcoming show. I am nerding out about this to an extreme degree. Hopefully, I will have calmed down enough by next Sunday to actually, you know, conduct the interview.
1: I ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, What? Hey, there's even this, a slight possibility I'm trying to arrange uh, child care for the oh. duration so that this can be performed in front of a live studio audience in the theater at University of Advancing Technology and be a simulcast on UAT Radio.
1: Oh, that would be hot.
0: That would be hot and fun. Just the, the challenges, you know, middle of Sunday, many hours of infant and eight-year-old care. Uh, when most yes. kids are you know, doing their homework for Monday. So we'll see what right. we can throw together. For the moment, it's going to be traditional, done from here. If that changes, we'll throw something up on the uh, forums to say, hey, it's going to be even meatier, um, and it'll be a matter of casually hardcore, and Alpha Geek Interviews will be, both be staged at the theater with a the live studio audience, which mm-hmm. should be a rockin' good time. Excellent. yeah. Yeah. I just got a question from uh, Barry V.A. in the Black Void saying, hey, are you going to use the research team thread this week? And the answer is yes. In fact, that's all we're going to use this week. That's what the show is going to consist of. Me and Octail talking about all the really meaty, fun stuff they found uh, in the Casually Hardcore Research thread this week. If you wish to participate in the research team, just send us a message on the forums by going to media.vtwproductions.com slash forums and or just go to the front page of VTWProductions.com and click on the Forums button. Hey, whoever would have figured that one out? Never. Never. I don't even know why I bother. I mean, we have this whole website thing, and it's pretty much completely automated now. All you really need to do anymore as a show host is throw an episode up, and within an hour, the whole world will know. It'll be on the forums, it'll be on Twitter, it'll be on Facebook. Hell, it'll even be on... And I've already forgotten the name of it now. What is that other one? Uh... Crap! There's the new social networking thing. I created the damn page. Finally got it working, and nope, mi- totally missing it. Someone in the black void will figure it out. What I'm talking about? It's another, it's another aggregation website where you put all your RSS feeds together, and it's a single point And god, it'll come to me. It's gonna bother. It's gonna just gonna completely drive me nuts that I can't think of it. And I just finished building the damn thing. It's been a long week, folks. Really. What? Oh, my. So this week's contributors from the research team. Go. The Barry Von Awesome. None left. Sicilian or Seculian. we've never got a clarification on his uh, pronunciation there. Boba Fetish, whose name I just like saying. Fangs. Boba Fetish again, and there's actually some stuff in here from Gwenora And another one whose uh, pronunciation we've never gotten clarified, Id or Eid, E-I-D, I don't know and a little action from Daxa so thank you contributors for giving us fun things to talk about without having to spend any of the non-existent time we have during the week researching it ourselves or maybe I'm just really lazy I'm
1: not a Bioman Alchemist
0: either. but Bioman Alchemist nailed it Tumblr yes vtwproductions.tumblr.com now exists uh productions um. So, if you're one of those people who is who is glommed onto Tumblr as the next big thing, you can now uh, attach yourself to the VTW one, and you will receive our regular uh, informational missives as they are created in an automated fashion. And for the listener, no time will have passed. Ooh! Oh, I've got a little girl here who's sucking her thumb like there's no tomorrow, and I've got a wife coming in to say hello. Hello, <laughs> a little girl who wants to be on the air here is also eating her thumb, which is endearing that's... and wonderful all at the same time. I,
1: did, I didn't know Io did stuff like
0: that. Okay. Oh, um, I'm not touching that one. You are a very, very bad man.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: how okay. are we doing? When, when the heck did we start this thing? Okay, well, apparently we are 22 minutes in according to the encoder, but that's 22 that... minutes I've ever done. Well, that was nine minutes of that was uh, Paul and Storm doing the Captain's Wife's Lament, so... um, we got a little more time left in this segment, so we'll plunge forthwith into stuff from the research team. Deeply
1: into the content from the research team.
0: The inevitable uh, Warner Brothers to increase cost to Netflix and others. Yes, the big studios are waking up to the fact that The world has changed without them, and the new delivery method is all digital, all time and place shifted, all on demand, and now they're saying, hmm, maybe we should charge more for this.
1: That's not good at all for you and me
0: and the consumer. Speaking honestly, I would be willing to pay fractionally more I really I think I'm getting one hell of a bargain with my Netflix uh you know 8.99 a month to stream as much as I do. So I would be willing to fork out more and I think they know that because I am I am likely not alone in this where I would tolerate, you know, uh, going up to the you know $15 mark. The sweet spot where they've already figured out we're willing to pay for something like an MMO for you know, on-demand entertainment basically for fifteen bucks a month. I predict they're going to find this a similar sweet spot for things like streaming on-demand video. Uh, will be in the between ten and dollar ten and twenty dollar category. The, where, do you, where do you feel and how you react and how you would how much you would pay for something like that?
1: Uh, twelve ninety nine. I think. Okay. No, chances are I'll probably I would probably pay more than that. But again, I was paying what ten, and get and had with the service that gave me one DVD a month that I never used, right? So when they when they yanked the uh, when they yanked the one DVD or or when they gave you the option of doing streaming only for less money, I jumped at it because I don't care about getting the DVD. I don't need the physical media. I have sufficient internet access and sufficient. Uh, routes to get to said content that I don't ever need a DVD. So while I lose out on some of what Netflix has to offer because I don't get the uh, I don't get the DVDs, um, I don't care that much about it. So yes, I would pay marginally more, but the the concern is that they don't that the big studios don't gouge Netflix for so much money that Netflix and Hulu and all those uh, all the streaming outlets don't become competitive with cable
0: yeah That is gonna be an interesting battle to observe and this is I think is a shot in that battle of them saying okay we've successfully gotten people onto this f- way of receiving our content let us see how deeply we can gouge and that's that is just part of the course for these. Uh, content creators. Actually, not even the content creators, just the distribution mechanisms that have grown up around them, both in the form of the RIAA and similar organizations and the MPAA and similar organizations where they, they had their glory days of, you will pay the ticket price, you will come to our theaters each time you want to watch these in anything approaching their full glory, and you will buy the entire album to receive one track And they're trying, they're constantly looking for a way back to those glory days, and they are never coming back. Sorry, guys, the genie is out of the bottle. Find a better way. You're part of the way there with the better way with the on demand digital distribution and the ability to buy individual tracks. You just need to be satisfied with less because the consumer is smarter than they used to be and know Mm -hmm. that there's a better way. And there's always going to be someone lurking around the corner to take the business away from you if you piss us off enough. I listen to more Creative Commons music now than I do commercial music in a really big way because I don't want to support those organizations and there are amazingly talented and entertaining people that I have discovered through services like Gemendo, you know, those wonderful online search engines and huge databases of Creative Commons-released uh, artists and, and content. And they're just driving me away from the paid content with a stick with their own stupid decisions. So, wake up, guys. You're losing us. Hear, hear. All right. Moving on, we have, and actually kind of closely tied to this one, Canadian intertubes on the verge of shrinking. It's been very interesting to observe this one where there was a mandated switch in Canada for the ISPs to metered internet, meaning Pay as you go per gigabyte internet. No unlimited packages, no nothing. And if you look at the discussion thread in the forums, we found a neat little graphic that basically summed up, it is now cheaper for us to buy a 160 gigabyte solid state drive, fill it at the source with 160 gigs, pay overnight air freight to ship it to Canada, throw the drive away, and it's still cheaper per gigabyte than Canadian internet is going to be just to put Uh, it in perspective
1: wow so well I guess you know the reason why you do that is so that you never have to worry about updating the infrastructure right yeah because if you make people pay by the gigabyte nobody's gonna how do you uh, especially for like streaming video and whatnot how do you pay for that you don't well I mean there
0: is there is you know this is the polar opposite of the attitude some Scandinavian countries have taken which is They've gone so far as to say broadband internet meaning 5 megabit per second or higher is a god-given minimum right just like you know trash pickup water service sewage service and telephone and we will make that available to our populace as a minimum and then you have Canada going to the opposite extreme of no we're going to make you we're going to reduce the demand on our infrastructure by making it so expensive that we price you right out of the business at the same time, uh, in within the week, other factions within the Canadian government have basically said CRTC, which is the organization within the Canadian government that made this rule, we are going to, f- through process of law, reverse your decision and we will put this back onto a sane uh, playing field. So it's going to be, and there's another article later in the thread here that uh, Barry V.A. will yeah. link and we will also include in the show notes. Sure the next volley in this. Uh, and Canadians piping up saying, my God, my government doing some, something sensible in my defense. I don't know how to react to this.
1: Well, I, I just thought of something else. You know, if you charge by the gigabyte, that means you can tax by the gigabyte. So, uh-huh. Right? So, it's, hey, look at, think of all the income from, uh, from all the people like Canadian businesses that can't do without Internet access. Right. Or Canadian uh, outlets or Canadian um, divisions of multinationals that can't you know go without having access to the tubes in some yep. description of whatnot, of course, you know what what will ultimately end up happening is that all that tax burden will get forgiven. Uh, so that Canadian companies stay in Canada as opposed to moving to the U.S. or or any place
0: else, or just, just any any place else that does not assassinate their online presence.
1: Yes, right, right. So, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> if you charge for it, you can tax it, right? So, uh, eh, funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, I mean, the hot on the heels of all the discussion in the U.S. about network neutrality and you know the slippery slope that is allowing the ISPs to package and tier what they give you for your ISP dollar. Um, this is an interesting thing to see. It. Another nation going through similar growing pains and how to adapt to the internet. Because they're all, they're all flailing around trying to say, we've built this huge infrastructure and we don't feel like we are making the dump trucks full of cash we should be making in return for this huge investment we've made. Yes, we are profitable and we were, we are what you could definitely call massively profitable, but we want to be on the level of like oil Oil. company. Yeah. We want to be like, you know, Exxon profitable and, and, you know, Chevron profitable, and we're we just feel like second class citizens. And, and dang it, we're going to find a way to to really ream. I mean, appropriately charge <laughs> our customers for the services that we are delivering. Now that we have them by the short and curlies, I mean, now that we've got them all signed up to this wonderful service we're providing and expanding mm-hmm. for them. Do but a better job bitter. of
1: providing. Yeah, do a better job of uh, providing the service. Then, yeah, if when you look at the, the percentage
0: of the U.S. that doesn't even. Uh, by anything close to a, an international definition of what broadband means, a ridiculously small percentage of us actually have broadband internet by the world standards. So, yeah, you guys got some work to do.
1: Although, strictly speaking, by, uh, to, to tie this into what we were talking about earlier, uh, by WoW forum troll standards, uh, this doesn't affect me because I have a business class account and they'll never meter me.
0: <laughs> because if they
1: meter me, they'll meter all of their business customers and and companies like Comcast are petrified about doing anything like that because they Mash make cow. up as much of the income as as anybody. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, the rules are are very different, uh, you know, between a residential customer and what they're allowed to charge. You know, they they can get oh. a lot closer to charging what the market will bear on the commercial side, and boy, do they.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, they very much do. Uh, there's a different, the difference in, in, there's a difference in service. You know, when I, when I call the Comcast phone number, they will say, Hey, by the way, are you a business customer? Or actually based on your, (laughs) based on your phone number, we have you written down as a business customer. Is this correct? Why? Yes. Yes, it is. And then I get all sorts of, uh, you know, I don't even have to get to an operator for them to tell me that there's an outage in my area. It just comes up yep. on the on the little, the little uh, automated greeting thing. Hey, by the way, we just wanted to let you know that there's an outage in your area, and it's going to be resolved as soon as
0: possible. We're on it. We got you. Please don't cancel. Yeah, exactly. Please, God, don't stop sending money. All right. We got exactly. room, I think, here. What are we looking at time-wise? Yeah, one more. All right, down here, <laughs> here's one simply, simply titled, No, Driving Games Don't Make You a Better Driver. In case you were wondering, someone has actually bothered to do a study, that the skills and reflexes you develop playing a driving simulation game doesn't help you on the real road one iota. Uh, the skill set is completely different. The environment is completely different. Your brain, uh, the patterns that you lay down in your neurons not used for driving. They are completely separate. So next time you think, hey, I can drive the, on the real road the way I drive in or like Forza Motorsport or uh, Gran Turismo, yeah, I would think twice before you do the hold my beer, I want to try something moment. Ah, uh, darn it. I know, I know. I'm such a wet blanket.
1: How dare you take my fun away?
0: <laughs> that is simply how I roll. And then, to close out this segment, there is a great video that uh, Barry Vier will link in the IRC and for the show notes. New use for the new Starbucks-sized coffee cup. It's actually not a coffee cup. It is actually a cup that they use for their iced drinks. Entire bottles of wine. Yes, the new size of cup, which we've talked about previously on Casually Hardcore, that in the absurd chase for trying to kill the American consumer that Starbucks has come up with, will hold an entire regular bottle of wine in it. And there's a video that a guy has put out on YouTube just demonstrating this fact in clear. Here's how ridiculously huge this beverage cup is. Great for smuggling an entire bottle of wine into a sporting event, I guess. But you might want to think twice before having this be your morning caffeinated beverage. Because, damn,
1: that seems bad. Considering that caffeine is fatal if in, in high enough doses. In high enough doses, yeah. Now I guess yeah. maybe coffee slash uh, espresso or whatever never never gets to that level in even that size. No. But
0: I mean the the amounts of what they're talking about you know, pure refined. Caffeine is the stuff that can be toxic to you. The amount in solution you would need to consume is one of those ridiculously greater than the capacity of your digestive system. Ah, uh, so... Um, still not good for you to go into those excessively large amounts, so, but just, to get the to toxicity, to, yeah. not gonna just happen. Just to
1: clarify for the audience, bleeding ulcers from the acidity of coffee, okay, fatal bad.
0: Yeah. Gotta walk that line behind between debilitating health but good Starbucks customer and dead guy who can't give them money anymore. Yeah, uh uh-huh. But I'm not cynical.
1: Just waiting for the first bleeding ulcer lawsuit to come out. Like, Starbucks didn't tell me that this was going to erode the lining of my stomach. So I didn't know.
0: I'm a regular attendee at Snopes.com. Are you familiar with the site?
1: Uh, vaguely.
0: Snopes is a wonderful site. They will seize onto, and that's S-N-O-P-E-S dot com. Everyone should be a regular viewer of Snopes because they harvest all these chain emails and propagating stories on the internet and urban legends and do the best effort they can to research the truth or untruth or partial truth behind these things you see polluting your inbox and on radical websites and such. And list them on the site and maintain a wonderful searchable database of all the weird crap you run into at this stage of the 21st century by way of weird stories. And the most fun is the stuff you come across, which turns out to be absolutely, confirmably documented true. Because some of the really weird stuff that you would knee-jerk reaction say, no way in hell. They say, yep, and here's the documentation you can find to uh, back it up. And then the other ones are the ones that are true picture or you know you know real picture, inaccurate description or partially true. And you get to see the way different news organizations twist facts. Um, it's really quite an eye opener, and they, they do a pretty darn good job of remaining impartial as just reporters of here are the facts of the matter without spinning it too much. Um, and it's, it's also just fun to read a lot of the times the weird things that people will claim are true. Uh, versus the things that you would never believe were true and actually are. Uh-huh. So there's a plugity plug for Snopes.com. The number of times I have to reply to uh, an email that my father has sent out with the latest uh, you know, arch-conservative horror story about how uh, the liberals are ruining this country... You know, 95% I just respond with the Snopes link saying, Dad, no, this is not true. No, Dad, this is not true. No, Dad, this is not true. Just an interesting way that the, the different ways that our generations use the Internet. Ah, <sighs> All right, we are up to our first and probably only break for this uh, abbreviated weird Snooper Bowl Sunday edition of Casually Hardcore with myself, GnomeWise, and Octail on the other end of the Skype Coming up, we have this week's episode of Northrend News from Amelia Overbay Day, and then a little bit of Paul and Storm in honor of their appearance next weekend on Alpha Geek Interviews. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Our RSS feed is created and maintained by JitBit RSS feed creator. Come to the front page of VTWProductions.com, scroll down, and find the advertisement for JitBit software. Click on it and check out their wonderful assortment of widgets and software applications. www.jitbit.com. We'll be back right after this.
2: Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore, on BTWproductions.com. In today's news, we continue our coverage of this year's Lunar Festival, but this time it looks like the festival's quest-givers are up in arms. The Elders of Azeroth have banded together to file charges against the Cenarian Circle Druids citing everything from unfair labor practices and worker exploitation to unlicensed necromancy. It's not like they asked us before they raised us, mon, says Senja Darkspear, the Calendor Regional Spokes Elder. But every year they be pulling us out of the afterlife. We are getting pretty tired of it. And Freya Eisenville, Elder Correspondent for the Eastern Kingdoms, agrees that the end of the festival can't come fast enough. I can't wait to get out of here. The afterlife I came from is much warmer, and there was music and little hors d'oeuvres on toothpicks. I mean, really, how long can we be expected to stand out in the cold, bungin' moldy old coins at strangers? The Cenarian Circle has denied all charges, with arch-druids calling upon the elders of Azeroth to honor the sacred bonds they feel with the Earth and the world's natural creatures. But the case against the Druids may have been clinched this morning, when it was announced that Omen, the legendary demon dog of Moonglade, would be joining the elders' protests. Sacred, Schmankred, all I want to do is go back to sleep. And you know how unpalatable these new armor sets are? <sighs> it's all the fun out of eating adventurers, anyway. With one more week to go, the Druids of Moonglade are working frantically to keep their holiday alive an effort which has been boosted by the gnomish and goblin engineers' inventions we covered last week. But will their efforts be enough to make the Lunar Festival a success? Only time will tell. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News.
3: Five or six or seven songs Don't go too long And get the hell off the stage We are the opening band We're probably not the band You came to see tonight But it's alright Cause soon we'll go away And we're wondering Just where the hell's the sound guy He disappeared just after we got up here He's probably behind the building Rolling sell every star wars figure that i had and ask my dad to co-sign for the loan we don't got a whole lot of fans nobody asked for our autograph and sad to say as of today no panties have been thrown and we're wondering if this was worth the drive here we spent six hours in traffic on the highway 50 bucks and half price on the cheese fries and free Miller light on tap. Who can drink that crap? My cousin lives in town and will be crashing at his place unless his girlfriend's home from college and she's staying for the weekend. And if she is, then we will have to. By the turnpike, and we'll sleep in the back seat. And we're wondering just where the headline act is. They're probably getting wasted in the green room. And they don't give a rat's ass who we are, so when they start to play a here, we're gonna drink all their beer. We are the opening band. We hope that all of you sign up on our mailing list. And buy our disc and t-shirts in black and gray. We are the opening band. And we only got about 25 more minutes left. That's all we get to blow your ass away. We are the opening band. We are the opening band. Hello.
0: Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. This show brought to you in part by Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free by coming to VTWProductions.com. The VTW Ventrilo server information is available in the upper right-hand corner of the page. There are tools there for seeing who's online and links to where you can get the free Ventrilo client after you experience the Awesome sound quality that is available on our test server. Go to typefrag.com and use promo code VTW to get yourself a special deal on your very own Ventrilo server. And they have servers located all around the world. So you can find the one that is geographically close to where you are. So you can have really, really low latency, crystal clear sound quality. VTW Productions uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. And so should you, because we are, in fact, the cool kids. And doesn't that scare the hell out of you when we are the cool ones?
1: <laughs> it's, it's like going to college.
0: A little bit. A little bit. Kind of role reversal action there. And I'm and just walked, loving it.
1: You walked out of high school and it was like, oh, man, I, just, I don't know if I can handle another four years of this crap. And then I walked into college and it's like, oh, uh, they are now w- they. <laughs> we who are they are now we. And they who were we are now they.
0: Yes, indeed. Alrighty then, so we have more wonderful random stuff for this odd, non-standard weekend of Versus the World radio shows. Variable length, variable topics, it's all a wonderful time to be a different kind of person. Got an email here from she who has recently returned from uh, absence in the community, the wonderful, great, and awesome Pussar. Woot, woot. Indeedy, deed. So, this is titled "Off Screen Gaming. Everything is tried and tested. We need new things to do when a screen is not an option. Yes, those moments do exist. The Germans got it right. And there's a link for the IRC. And the Germans got it right. A combination of doing skateboard tricks and sitting on a stool. And there's a video there that will be in the show notes and for you live listeners in the IRC. But what the fun part of this email is. But what else can we do? And she suggests... I suggest combining go kart driving and paintball to create a new sport called paint by, or like, or drive by, or parachuting and ultimate fighting called plunging, or mud wrestling and bear wrestling. Call it mud bearing. Nah. <laughs> you don't come here for the hunting, do you? Uh, or the classic game of hot potato but with a twist of a live grenade now you're talking now you're talking (laughs) got any suggestions for the other activities that from pusar the amazing sometimes irc rep of versus the world good to see you back about the place please don't leave us alone again it's dark in here so what do you think what else could we smash together
1: Oh, uh, well, it's not really a smash together, but it's a Russian roulette with a semi-automatic pistol.
0: <laughs> it's called... <laughs> Only uh, last
1: one round.
0: Yeah, whoever loses the uh, the dice roll or the coin flip to, to go first, that's that's pretty much the game. Uh-huh. No, I swear to God, I said heads. Watch the replay. Sorry, sir. The referee said it was tails. Uh,
1: basketball with a medicine ball, except you don't have to dribble.
0: <laughs> Thank God lug and lunge ball that would be or or oh god i threw out my back ball
1: uh huh um let's see oh here's something i want to do and this isn't this is like totally off the topic but this is just modifications to sports rugby with football pads
0: that would be football
1: no way different
0: <laughs> and there, and well, there we, we don't have a scrum in football so
1: can you imagine doing that in football pads? Oh, it would be hilarious to watch. my goodness.
0: How about uh, two-man versus javelin?
1: Oh. <laughs> well, the gold medalist in the javelin will have earned it.
0: <laughs> or maybe add a defender to the high jump or pole vault.
1: Ooh. Yeah, that would be pretty
0: wicked. So, knocking back down. <laughs> no. Thank you for the email, Pusar. Always good to tap the uh, the extents uh, of our
1: tackle hurdles. There you go. <laughs> tackle right. hurdles.
0: Hurdles with with a team that's moving them. There you go, or or variable height hurdles.
1: Oh, biathlon! But uh, the uh, the shooting bits mm-hmm. you can do any. You can do the shooting bits anywhere on the course.
0: There you go. And you don't you're get shooting stop your for competitors. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Running in opposing directions uh, in parallel uh, tracks. <laughs> and I guess I guess we could do it with paintballs, but you know, really hard ones that raise welts.
1: Yes, absolutely. Extra,
0: extra points for headshots.
1: <laughs> uh, speed skating with four skates. There. So you have <laughs> you have two skates on the feet, and you have two skates on your hands.
0: And you're required to spend a certain percentage of time on your hands yeah mm-hmm or or ultimately they can be used as an offensive weapon
1: yeah oh yeah exactly that's what I'm saying right be there. Wearing,
0: wearing armor well, I mean, on your all the speech,
1: right all the speed skaters put their hands down anyway right mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. um oh uh a uh, uh, balance beam where instead of having padding there's like a lava pit
0: oh there you go Extra incentive. You'd see some real boring routines being performed there. That uneven bar is same deal. Spikes or something. Anything where the the danger of falling off the equipment. uh, So the rings.
1: Or catastrophic failure is in fact fatal instead of just looks like it really hurts.
0: Exactly. You have a lot of really precise and boring routines where you're real freaking careful like.
1: The hallmark... Uh, Hallmark card uh, Olympic sports fans will really hate me for this. There will also be no carry Strug moments, which makes nah. it better.
0: New rules for the Olympiad.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm in. I'm telling you I got a hit.
0: Combining pole vault with joust. There you go. I think I saw that in Foxtrot at one point. Shout out like, to Bill th-
1: Like the video game or the, like... like- no, jousting as in running running, running each, each other. other with poles. Uh, uh, got it. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> I like that, too. Bring it on.
0: Okay, back to the research thread. There was our WoW-related news in here as well. I think it was most of the stuff we covered in your show versus the world earlier today. Earlier on Sunday, yes. Earlier. Uh, let's see, where the heck did that go? I'm going blind, I'm filling the dead air with meaningless, meaningless prattle. Well,
1: I'll tell you <sighs> what, in the meantime, I can go. You go, boy. Alright, uh, let's see. There's uh, ten criteria, Yeah. This is actually not in the research thread, so I'm going to give it to Barry VA, uh, right now. Okay. Okay, this is ten criteria that should uh, disqualify your city from ho- hosting a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. Number one, if MTV would never film a real-world season in your city, you probably should not host the Super Bowl.
0: I'm, I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm for it. Do you yeah. uh, want.
1: Number two, if your city shuts down drinking at 2 a.m., you probably shouldn't host the Super Bowl. They actually
0: changed the laws in Tempe when the Super Bowl was last year to accommodate Uh the uh, Super Bowl.
1: Yes. Need to pate. If your downtown isn't big enough to house everybody, so some visitors will have to stay in another city that's 35 to 40 minutes away, you probably shouldn't host the Super Bowl.
0: Technically, Tempe failed that because the Phoenix metro area is just a whole bunch of what other people would call five cities smashed together into one Uh, massive sprawl. mm -hmm sure no one really noticed
1: if you have to if you have to pack a winter jacket
0: (laughs) no football is Uh, all about the freezing freaking cold
1: eh, not not for the culmination of your uh, not for the the culmination of your of your season it should be in a nice warm weather you know what they really should do is just play it in Hawaii every year there you go I just just send it out to Aloha Stadium you know
0: Whatever. Aloha. 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 Aloha.
1: And then the only weather Ah. phenomenon you'll ever have is volcano, which, you know, don't forget
0: tsunami. Oh, yes, and tsunami. Or ideally, both at the same time. Hey. It's the challenge round, and you you must play through it. And he's past the 30. 40. The 50. Oh, he's in the lava. Oh, Oh. What a terrible end to a glorious run.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, Rimshot
0: would uh, have things to say about that. Uh-huh. I don't Number five,
1: to... <laughs> if you don't have enough luxury hotels with sizable mini bars that Cole Girls can ravage after a heavy hitter, celebrity, rapper, or suit passes out, then you probably shouldn't hold the Super Bowl or host <laughs> the Super Bowl.
0: Survey says, ding.
1: Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> if you're located in a place that makes no sense whatsoever for a February family vacation or spring break week, You probably should not host the Super
0: Bowl. Y'all might be a redneck. Yeah, go on.
1: Uh, Yeah. If your city is short on either strippers or cabs, you probably shouldn't host the Super Bowl.
0: Dang, if you even have to think about that one.
1: Yeah, no. You shouldn't have to think about that at all. Oh, don't restart. Don't restart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Postpone. Is Windows Update saying, please, I want to restart your computer right now, boss. Hey, hey, hey.
1: You know, definitely, definitely want to restart your computer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got to restart your computer. Yeah. You installed some updates, so we definitely should restart your computer. Yeah, definitely. Uh Definitely want to restart your computer. Spike, hey, Spike, you want to restart your computer? (sighs) Sometimes windows to the moon, Alice to the moon. Bang, zoom. Mm Mm-hmm. If your city is short... Oh, wait, I read that one. If your airport is more than 35 minutes away from your downtown, which would disqualify Denver, because Denver is in well, miles away.
0: They deliberately moved it the hell out there with the idea that the city will get there eventually.
1: Yeah. Well, it is growing to the east, which is a shame, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Number nine, if your location doesn't quadruple the chances that a player on one of the two teams will get arrested. <laughs> uh, you should notice the Super Bowl. If the only reason the Super Bowl is in your city is, quote, we just built a new stadium, you should know it's the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, I guess we shouldn't have gotten our redo on the Super Bowl we've got coming in the future, because that's pretty much the only reason.
1: Well, yeah, that and that's just it. I mean, that's the only reason why they're holding it in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, because they just built the new Meadowlands out in uh, out in East Rutherford, New Jersey, which is a Must shame. Must justify tax break. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I mean, there, there are a handful of places that the Super Bowl should just always be. And one of them's in Florida. One of them you could you could argue for either Texas or Arizona, right?
0: Now that I, we're actually a, a you know a viable NFL city, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, either the Phoenix metro area or I guess Dallas-Fort Worth is really the the only city in in Texas that's really capable. Uh Vegas and Hawaii Southern California. Those, I
0: guess we could give it to them.
1: Uh. Well. Yeah. But, so, but, but, Southern, but then it's California in Southern California has proven time and again that it's terrible for football, with the exception of San Diego. Right. The Los Angeles, uh, the Los Angeles metro area is a terrible football area. So yes, you could host it in San Diego, I suppose. Okay. The you Los also, Angeles metro
0: area is a terrible place for humans.
1: Well. I wasn't going to go there, but since you did,
0: I charged there with yeah, with kinda. malice aforethought.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. So you're right. We should have San Diego. So really, Hawaii, San Diego, Vegas, uh, Phoenix, Dallas, uh, and then Florida. Probably Miami, or yeah, probably Miami. Those five places really should just rotate, and that that that's it. Should never be in New York. It should never be in a dome up in uh, up in Detroit or Minnesota.
0: Any of those ones that uh, collapsed recently?
1: Uh, yes, especially that one.
0: Yeah, was that number one, or do you have one more?
1: No, that uh, that is it. That was worth the ten.
0: But while we're on the Barry VA topic, I want to pimp out what he's got going on on the forums again this year. Barry's. The Barry Von Awesome's second annual official Oscar challenge from the forums. And he it writes, is. I know I promised it. And so here it is. This is going to be the official spot for you to submit your Oscar picks. We will tally up the winners and there may even be prizes. At the very least, I can try and get your name dropped on Casually Hardcore. Oh, you think you got pulled with the hosts there, huh? 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 He yeah, is the, the IRC IR. rep. He yeah, Sorry, yeah, it is. So here's how it's going to work: one ballot per person. Polling closes on the day of the Oscars, February 27th, 2011. At the same time, versus the world uh, slash casually uh, versus the world ends and casually hardcore begins. That's 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. GMT. By the way, K. Okay, thanks. Bye. Only submit your actual entries in this thread. There is a second thread for comments and discussion. He links it on his forum post. Feel free to come back and change your picks right up until I lock the thread and mark your pick by putting an X in the parenthetical provided. Note the numbering doesn't mean anything other than to help me tally the votes. I'm going to do my darnest to be live on the VTWRC during the live broadcast as I hope you can join me. I hope the last thing, I'm going to draw a line here and say the official form... Uh, Ah yes, the forum below on this post begins Oh, and have fun, so come over to the forums VTWProductions.com, click on the forums button And in the entertainment section and the subsection The child board called The Big Screen There is the post titled Barry's Second Annual Official Oscar Challenge Join us and see if some wonderful prizes Or at least a shout out and a mention on the air And we all know you want that kids Because we're the cool ones Uh, Indeed, indeed Will be yours Pimping, so done, Barry. You may consider yourself a pimp. I mean pimped.
1: Hey, there's a Daxa in the video wall.
0: There can't possibly be a Dax on the video wall. Looks like a Dax in
1: the video wall.
0: Uh, good. I can fling things at her for vile lies and obfuscation she's posting to Twitter uh, involving you know non-existent videos and things that never happened last night at her so-called princess party that uh, Iolite and I may or may not have been in attendance at.
1: Wait, you were at the princess party?
0: Yes. There was a tiara involved.
1: Ah, very nice, Deirdre.
0: (sighs) (sighs) I know where you live.
1: Indeed you do. Never
0: forget that.
1: (coughs) Well, you know what, if you show up here, we'll just go on the air and then we'll get, uh, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs
0: and they will be they'll be there forever, never ending mm-hmm. never stopping, locked in the eternity that is the interwebs the yes. internet is forever
1: it is true it is true, and then we get more good uh, more good stings and and whatnot and um we get to do a vodka infused alpha geek radio
0: you me. Sam Broadcaster and a bottle of innocuous clear liquid.
1: Yes. Done.
0: And then there's genius. At least that's what we think it is.
1: Well, who cares what anybody else thinks, right?
0: I'm only concerned about me and my own little universe. I am, in fact, what matters most. It's true. So, yeah, speaking of uh, Twitter and Facebook and such that DAXA is uh, using to... You know, spread lies and you know, untruths and things that never happened and manufactured, photoshopped, animated things, uh, you should check out all the various shows and show hosts on their Facebook fan pages and Twitter feeds. If you go to vtwproductions.com and hover over the wonderfully uh, matching color shows menu... And visit each of the shows in turn. On the right-hand side at the top, you will see links to Facebook fan pages and Twitter feeds uh, and possibly even Tumblr pages and such as they come online. To follow us on Twitter, receive announcements of when shows go live and when archives are posted and when interesting new things are announced and happen, you should do it and do it now because you would have known 20 minutes ago when non-existent video of me, Singing on rock band for the first time at a party that did may or may not have never happened last night would have okay, hit the interwebs.
1: Wait, stop. timeout. What song?
0: Skull Crusher Mountain. Aha. Uh-huh. And then they actually had me sing a uh, More Than a Feeling, Boston, which if you can picture uh. that in your mind, I spent 90% of that in a really bad falsetto because, my God, that man has range. Uh huh, and lung capacity because the note just kept going on and on and on they just just wouldn't let me hand the microphone away and thank god I believe there's no video of that one (laughs) because my god the suck but yeah just as (laughs) as an illustrative version of why you should be following us on Twitter and visiting us on Facebook receive the automated disbursements of announcement and news that are spat out by the machinations that have been put in place at versus the world productions (laughs) one Um, of us one, one of us! us.
3: Google Gobble,
1: Google Gobble, one <laughs> of us.
0: <laughs> Welcome this way. All right, we are getting close to where I am going to need to wrap this up, because I kind of sort of promised my honey that this would be a short one, and then someone ran their show late, not naming any octail names. It's
1: not, uh, it's not usually something you want to promise to your honey.
0: But she's yeah. here hey. till Thursday. Try the veal. Tip your Hey, way, Staff.
1: Guess what, babe? This is going to be short.
0: <clears throat> I'm going to give you a short one for a short time. No, that's not usually how it works that's,
1: out. That's that's not good. Not good.
0: Daxa, in the black void. You lie. You lie. You do not have video of more than the feeling. And if you do, you don't. If you get what I'm saying, or I should <laughs> say, you <laughs> had Ooh. better not. So everyone should unfollow her on Twitter right now and ignore everything she posts to Facebook. I take back everything I said by way of promoting Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. They
1: had video of us singing the last uh, bit of Paradise by the Dashboard Light. And you'd
0: think I would have learned. You would think I would have learned.
1: Yeah, you would have thought.
0: I'm more sort of Suck at this kind of thing.
3: Eh.
0: Yeah. Yes, Boba Fetish, you should not touch that, because damn. All right, so how are you for things you wished to get covered today before we wrap things up?
1: Um, I'm good. I'm going to uh, talk about the uh, buff to Luck of the Draw next week on uh, the Versus World Show, which happens 2 p.m. in the East, 7 p.m. D.M. 7 p.m. GMT next Sunday. Followed uh, so by? I am Fat, Dumb, and Happy. Followed by Casually
0: Hardcore. And special next week following that, Alpha Geek Interviews with Paul and Storm. Yay! Of Paul and Storm fame. Tell your friends, come populate the IRC, listen to the fun, and, hope and see if they have hopefully have some new material they wish to premiere on the show. Ooh. Don't know. That'll be cool. I've put, I've put it out there. They may or may not have actually had anything. They've been a little bit busy. You know, Joko cruise crazy in various shows and such. They're headlining PAX East again later on. So busy, busy little nerdy men, and we are Mm -hmm. glad that we have them.
3: Yes, they are.
0: Awesome. All right. It's sounding like the arch nemesis is not accepting the nap implant that I gave her. So one more reason for me to wrap this up now. You have, in fact, wasted another hour of your life listening to what I know Octale hates it when I say... Versus the World Radio's presentation of Casually Hardcore, I have been GnomeWise.
1: I have been Octail.
0: You are the world! Damn it, there I go again. Whenever uh, you're Ah, yeah! We are, in fact, versus you, whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. guys we take. Casual, hardcore, non-gamer, gamer, tabletop, video, all the above, none of the above, sentient, non-sentient, corporeal, dispersed, whatever it may be. Wow. We the I hell? Thought,
1: what? I only thought we were versus them on the prime material plane.
0: No, astral plane has been annexed. You you didn't get the memo? No, no. You need to log onto the forums more often. My God, the fail is epic. I clearly. So anyway, as we spiral the drain even more, got a little Jonathan Colton here queued up for you guys on the outro. We will catch you next week, uh, regular bat time, regular bat channel for both of our shows, less weirdness, more normalcy, and extra bonus hours of entertainment for Alpha Geek interviews afterwards. We are out of here.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.